because we're going we're going deep we're taking a deep deep dive we could do a special effects right here Ooh. sound effects the deep dive <laughs> i don't know what the last noise was but we're like a submarine going down blue 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 okay maybe later we'll do that hello and welcome back to shipmates your favorite podcast where we discuss fictional romances and relationships and your own and our own (laughs) (laughs) and everything in between um i'm kendall and i'm megan and um, so glad you're back for the third episode we're gonna be talking about uh, a ship from a very popular show. Oh, yeah. It's T- still on. TGIT. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> but we won't get into that part. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about a ship Kendall's more familiar with. Yeah, so I picked... Mixing it up. I picked this one this week. We're, we're trying out this new format where we alternate each week. I pick the couple that I want to talk about and then the next week Megan's going to pick the couple she wants to talk about and then we'll just do that until we run out of or, things that we each yeah like. or fans we get a lot of input from fans and we'll you can sway our votes and absolutely do some for that yeah but so today the couple we're talking about is like Megan was saying from a very popular tv show by the name of Grey's Anatomy. Oh man, still going on today. Epic. On, on uh, what? 13? ABC. 13th season? I, yeah, I think it's 13, maybe 14. I should have looked that okay, up. Okay, you can tell it's a drama when I'm on the Wikipedia page <laughs> clicking from name to name because the other name is connected to another name. <laughs> and they're connected to another name. They're all about the love triangles. Yeah, that's. That's one of the best and worst things about the show, which I think I wrote something down about that in my notes. But um, yeah, Grey's Anatomy, I watched I watched it up until season 11. That was the last season I watched. And then I just said enough is enough. I watched uh, season two briefly with my mom. And then we were like, there's too much gross stuff. <laughs> How gross old stuff are you? meaning like medical, not mm. like cooties oh sorry i thought you meant the cooties (laughs) no i had jim and pam at the same time i was all Mm. about that but gray's was known for being very like sexy and you know i wasn't allowed to watch it sex a lot during work i'm like you get paid way too much to stand around and make out with someone in the closet yeah but doctors i guess can do whatever they want because they went through like eight years of med school i guess and counting probably but these people in this show in season one they're all interns like they literally just graduated medical school and this is the first time they're actually operating on real people so they're still learning so which ship are we going to talk about in that show oh yeah there's a lot there yeah there's a lot there's like an infinite amount of ships in this marina (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't help myself uh yeah, so there's a million of them, but the one we're going to talk about is probably my favorite one from the show. Second favorite, because obviously the number one, the OTP of Grey's Anatomy is Meredith and Derek, which we're not True. talking about that in this episode. It's too early for that. I already we know to what kind up. of ride that would be if we talked about that one. 
because I've heard a lot of things about it. It's like a the longest roller coaster of your life. Yeah, is what it's gonna be like. But it's a, it's a great one. We'll but get that's for another time. Eventually. So today we're we're okay. No, we're talking about Christina Yang and Preston Burke from seasons one through three, the best seasons of the show, in my opinion. Ooh, okay. I used to actually rewatch seasons one through three every Christmas break in school because I loved it so much. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I love Christina and Burke, and they have a very unique relationship, in my opinion. That's why I was so excited to talk about it yeah when i like briefly joined in on season two i like was they were like one of the main focused couples in that season i think maybe yes maybe season three i literally don't know what season i watched it was the one with them they're in there a lot in season two there's a lot of stuff going on with them and i was just like whatever about them i don't know why but looking back at them now like doing more research on them and how they like first started i like support them a lot more now yeah i ship them a little more now i feel like i ship them a little less after going back and re-looking at everything okay let's just like this is a shonda rhimes show true the queen of abc Mm -hmm. um and one of the things about her that i think she is very talented at is creating really great characters and relationships and like yes displaying that and so that's why i think grays and all of her shows have so many couples that people ship so hard yeah you know and are so passionate about um so that's also why i'm excited to talk about christina and burks i think everyone has an opinion about a lot of people like christina and her other boyfriend better but true i was i did not get i had not seen any of that but i read a lot about it um yeah quick question before we dive in about shonda rhymes and her writing i was done oh okay i'm not doing that right now i mean (laughs) i mean before we dive into the ship got it um do you think she writes do you think she writes for her own satisfaction or to fans because i feel like she's a lot of people left that show and people were not happy with the way like couples may have ended and i wonder if she does if she just writes whatever the heck she wants to write and it it is what it is or if she kind of goes to like what people want for the audience so i can answer this question with my opinion but i think it will have show my my bias a little bit of how i feel okay. in general but since you asked i'll keep it to this and this is we can debate we can debate things on this show yeah just okay for for y'all i kind of have strong feelings about shonda rhyme shows because i'm a very passionate person as i've said before and you may have known but I love her shows. Grey's Anatomy was one of my biggest obsessions when I was in like middle school and high school. Scandal, like I told you, Olivia and Fitz is my number one OTP. So like I've been there. <laughs> and what I think to answer your question is that I think it's definitely both, but not in necessarily in the good way. Because okay. I think I think when she makes a show 
and she like she writes a pilot episode or like sets out like you know everything for the first season or what she wants the show to be i think that's a hundred percent just her own um thinking you know i like this character i think this character would be great with this character this is how they're gonna do and this is what my dream is for them right and that's why they're so great at the beginning and they're so like solid and everyone's so fleshed out but i think once people start watching the show and get so invested i think it freaks her out and she said before like don't like tweet me don't email me don't do anything about like your craziness because i don't care because it's my show okay she legit says she yeah she straight up says it like i don't care what you think which okay that i could that's respectable ish uh, no it's Eh. offensive to be honest because as we're both i think creative people we both want to be in the entertainment industry true i think when you're when you're a creator you have to respect the people you're creating for and their thoughts and opinions because when you for instance a book like jk rowling writes harry potter yeah she has her own thoughts and feelings she puts it out into the world you read it and then you help create the story that is like that you understand because she only gives part of it and you're building the rest of it by reading Mm -hmm. it in your own imagination and everything and i think it's similar with tv shows and movies because every single person watching something is gonna get something a little bit different out of it but we could go more into that later interesting man we're getting some some deep combos right off the bat i hope you were ready for that i'm telling you this episode is going to be a little bit it's going to be a little bit deeper so be in for the ride but anyway back for back to the your original question is i think that what happens is when people get really invested it kind of rubs her the wrong way and i think she sometimes does write to her fans but not as in like fan service but as in like a f you oh (laughs) like a big middle finger right in her fans faces because she said before like she's promised her fans she legitimately promised callie and arizona are gonna end up together and then she like had callie move away to the east coast or something and that was the end Wow. And so fans were really confused because they said, hey, you, you promised this because, you know, we loved yeah. it. But I know that obviously there's the reality aspect of this actor has been on the show for 10 years. They want to do something different with their right. lives. Because so I think that's out. how a lot of people were on this show, which is why a lot of people left. Or yeah. Got written out. But, but she's also known for like killing people off or writing people out because she doesn't like them. Yeah. It's a so. little bit childish. <laughs> P.S. I'm a big fan, Shonda. So if you're listening, come on our show. <laughs> Unblock me from Twitter. Give me a job, by the way. Hey, what did you say? Don't say that. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> um. You can cut that out if you want. No, but I think it's like there's a certain level of, I don't know, speaking from me, like I would want to write what i want but i also think you like i feel like i would get enjoyment out of like making fans happy like because i love shipping no matter what so if i'm going to explore all options of a ship and then pick the one that i think would make most sense i guess 
I don't know. I would never want to ruin ships, I guess. So yeah. I would just have everybody fall in love and... No, that's a good point, though, because I think that that's actually one of the reasons why they have writer rooms with 15 people in it. Because right. if I created the show and I'm writing it, obviously, I'm just going to, like, make, make every, people happy. Yep. Like, fans say they love this. Like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> or like, oh, this person has an idea. I like it. <laughs> yeah, so then you just do Oh, that. they would make cute babies. Let's give them one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And so when you have, like, 10 other people, they're you're able to, like, have your own opinion to be like, okay maybe that's not the smartest idea because we have to think about the big picture or we have to think about how that's going to impact this or that right so thanks for answering my question did that answer it i mean that was my opinion i think yeah i think it's going to be different no matter who you ask but i was no yeah. i mostly answered my i don't question. think she does fan service very often though okay every once in a while like i think that what we're going to talk about later also when Christina and Burke have they reunite in season 10 which was Sandra O's last season mm -hmm. I think that was fan service I think that 100%. was yeah because it did tie up her character storyline really well but by no means that they have to bring Burke in in any way shape or form but they yeah. did and because they knew fans really loved wanted closure closure and yeah yeah and I, even I, like, who hadn't seen, like, most of the show, when I watched that at season 10, that little bit that I saw, I was like, okay, it really shows how much she's grown and, like, how much, like, what they both deserve and why they didn't work out, kind of. Yeah, I agree. Even though it might have been, like, kind of sad that they're not together, like, you can understand it more after seeing that. Yeah, and I think it was great, too, for her character to, like, have Burke be part of the next step of her future. Yeah. Even though it's not, like, a direct relationship that they're going to be having, but it because he was so integral to her initial start to being a doctor, you know? Yeah. Should we tell them what happened in season 10 or not yet? Um, For context, if somebody sure, doesn't yeah. know. Sure, yeah. I mean, I guess... What we're talking about is when she takes over the, his hospital in Switzerland, basically. Yeah, he says, I'm, I need to spend time with my family because my wife has made so many sacrifices. So I want you to take over for me. She's like, I can't work with you. That's just not going to work. Mm -hmm. But he gave her his medical building. Yeah. How cute. That's a... I don't know. I... So that was like the reason she ended up leaving the show too. So she could go to Switzerland and take over. Yeah. And that's, I think, I think that that's actually the only, maybe it's not the only one, but to, to my recollection, that's like the only peaceful parting of an actor out of grace. I could, I could believe that. That it's not a death or, or something weird and mean yeah and obviously it's because sandra is like perfect so true <laughs> you can never do anything <laughs> mean to her <laughs> yeah she's awesome she yeah and she's such a great actor too like re-watching some of these scenes with just with a uh, christina like she's amazing yeah and this is like Grey's anatomy so it's not supposed to be like emmy award-winning right no offense 
it's I a mean, great ER show. They did get nominated Emmy. for some Emmys early on, though. Yeah. I think in the first three seasons, they were like an excellent yeah, TV I show. I believe that. Although, I did notice, which we'll find out when we watch some clips, that they had so much music going on in the background. Yeah, that's what i noticed even just watching because it like fans make a lot of like montage videos on youtube and almost every clip was like other music like clogging up the music that they were trying to put in and i was like they need to tone it down yeah and it would be like pop songs randomly in the background of the super dramatic scene yeah it's so weird i don't know um get more of the feels you know sure i guess a few sure um so should we dive in let's do it i mean we kind of already did but i know dive in the other side of the pool (laughs) yeah not season (laughs) 10 whatever yeah exactly we'll dive in season one okay here we go so christina yang played by sandra oh who's perfect is a surgical intern at Seattle Grace at the beginning of season one, same as Meredith. They're in the same intern group. And then Preston Burke, a.k.a. Burke, he is one of the attendings, so, like, the boss. And he's this, like, big-shot heart surgeon and is basically Christina's idol because that's what she wants to be. And so she really gravitates towards him and his work and is, like, in awe of everything he does. Um, So... Their relationship kind of started randomly and like they randomly started like making out in the closet. (laughs) Yeah, I was like watching a clip that was like how it all began. And it's like, I don't know, she's like talking to him about some patient and then like they share an intimate hug and then later he like gives her coffee and she's like, what? And he's like, it's just coffee. And then they flash forward to a scene where she closes the door and locks the closet. And then, like, while he's shirtless. His shirt's off. <laughs> he could, I mean, he kisses her and it's cute. But I'm like, where? This is kind of random, but okay. I don't know if I would really call that cute. It's kind of hot and heavy. Okay. Yeah. But it was just strictly like a sexual thing at the beginning. Yeah. Which you know. I'm glad you also thought it was random because when i was watching i was like is there like pieces missing or like am i just missing something but if you thought it was random then it was probably just random yeah it was pretty random because it also happened i think in like episode three or episode five or something so pretty early on Mm -hmm. and we didn't really know much about either one of those characters really it was all about like ooh meredith and Derek. yeah you know which i mean i'm on that ship too so No, uh, whatever. It's interesting because they have such polar opposite personalities. And so I think that's why they didn't have like a normal relationship at the beginning. They were just really attracted to each other physically. By polar opposites, how would you just mentally? Or no, sorry. What were you saying? If they're polar opposites, like how would you describe each each of them? Well, I would say that Burke is like a very traditional gentleman okay and then christina i would say is just not traditional (laughs) she's just super independent super all over the place and yeah just does what she wants when she wants it doesn't really have many 
feelings about things or she has feelings but she doesn't like share them with people okay yeah that kind of a thing very cold yeah yeah quote unquote cold yeah okay okay continue so yeah so once that continues for a while burke's like as a gentleman you like he wants more he doesn't want to just like have sex in the call room all the time right and she doesn't so they break up for a minute but then christina finds out she's pregnant oh and it's like "Uh uh-oh i don't want this so i'm gonna get an abortion doesn't even tell him yeah so she schedules it but then all of a sudden her pregnancy like goes weird she has like a miscarriage and it makes her collapse in the bathroom at work yeah so they have to admit her to the hospital and there's had to rush her into surgery or something and then burke is like looking at the surgical board and sees like her name on there and why she's in surgery and it's like what, what she's hell? pregnant and just you know obviously mr traditional gentleman is just freaking out just like when austin names found out that cinderella was hillary duff sorry diner girl <laughs> exactly <laughs> same shock level exactly uh, <laughs> um but at this point though they're relationship was still like a secret like no one really knew about it i think george might have seen them kissing at one point and was weird about it meredith finds out yeah she ends up finding out because i think george says it yeah in front of her like hey do you know any reason why christina would be kissing dr burke (laughs) like you're such an idiot george (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) even though burke was really mad about her not telling about the pregnancy she had surgery and was like in pain and everything so he you know was the better person and went and comforted her and like hugged her and everything Mm -hmm. and it was really sweet so then later on in season two they decide to get back together again and be like okay like let's go on a real date see how we are like outside of work and everything like that you know like as they should but it's a disaster because they have nothing in common at all. I, I almost wanted to play this clip because it's so funny. Oh, I never saw it. I didn't know that. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, they go out to this fancy restaurant and he's they're getting ready to order and he, Burke asks for like a Chardonnay or something and she's like, no, I want a Cabernet. And he's like, what? And and he goes, well, the Chardonnay would go better with the lobster. And she said, I'm getting steak. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like taken aback. Like, oh, that's funny. Okay. Dang, I wish I saw that And one. then they're eating and it's just like silent. And it's just so awkward because they have nothing in common. And then all of a sudden, someone in the background, you hear this like tables crashing. And is there a doctor in here? Oh, good. <laughs> and then they both are like, what is it? And run to the rescue, and they end up doing a surgery, and then he, later on in the episode, he's like, well, sorry, that was such a bad date, and she said, are you kidding me? That was the best day I ever had in my life. Oh, cute. Which, yeah, but at the same time, like, the actual real date was the worst date ever. It was once they got back to work, was when it got good, because their real connection is, like, intellectual and physical. It's not, like, emotional at this point. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. But that was really funny. Uh, so then they end up continuing the relationship anyway, because they had a great 
date doing surgery together. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he gets her to move in with him. This is as she, he like gave her a key to his apartment and she's like, this is weird. I don't like it. Why did he do this? Like, no, you didn't even know me. But he wants, he ends up wanting her to move in, move in with him. So she was like, whatever, I'll like live with you, I guess. And then she hadn't given up her old apartment and he, he finds out and is kind of upset. But then this happens. I am Preston Burke, a widely renowned cardiothoracic surgeon. I am a professional. And more than that, I am a good and kind person. I am a person that cleans up behind myself. I am a person that cooks well. And you, you are an unbelievable slob, a slovenly angry intern. I am Preston Burke. And you, you are the most competitive, most guarded, most stubborn, most challenging person I have ever met. And I love you. What the hell is the matter with you that you won't just let me? I gave up my apartment 20 minutes ago. Well, all right, then. Just like a star. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah. All while she's shoving Chinese food in her mouth. Yep. I was, Classic. I was thinking about how dramatic he said everything. Like, it was beautiful, but... Not realistic at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to put it. Because I don't think anyone would actually, like... Unless you're a writer. Unless, like, maybe you're a writer. Your character's a writer. I don't think anybody would, like, make a speech like that. Yeah. And that's one of the things Grey's is so famous for, too. And Scandal, actually, is these monologues of, like, professing love and and stuff like that. Which is, I think, why people are so emotionally invested, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah... That would never happen. <laughs> There's like a YouTube thing that says Grey's Anatomy top speeches, <laughs> which must mean it's a frequent thing. The speeches are good. They can really do the speeches. They reel you in. That was a good one. Yeah. So I, yeah, I love that clip, you know, for obvious reasons. Yes. Well, why does he say, why don't you just let me? Oh, well, she's a very guarded person you know and doesn't want to be emotionally connected really yeah but he wants to Mm -hmm. and that's what he's meaning oh okay and this actually comes up later with her next boyfriend owen he basically says the same thing like you won't let me love you this is a problem and she's like sorry no we're gonna (laughs) (laughs) she she does end up really loving him like Mm -hmm. truly but i think it just takes her a while to get there you know and letting letting him love her yeah or i think that she probably loves him more than she lets him love her if that makes sense yeah does she are he does she like say i love you because i never saw the clip for that yeah she says it back eventually yeah she says it cool she says it for sure. I think it's in one of the clips I'm going to play. Okay, so he gets her to move in with him. And then 
decides that he has to tell the chief about their relationship because you know technically it's, it's not allowed because yeah, he's her superior and it's really under wraps un- and everything yeah very un- unprofessional unprofessional yeah so he tells her christina gets mad whatever they get over it okay so my next clip is i think an important part that is going to go into our ratings okay that's why i wanted to play it um let me get it ready this one is from season two after they had moved in together it's a christmas episode and so there's a lot of like you know christmasy elements oh okay but which kind of starts the conversation of their personal belief systems oh yeah that's kind of important I didn't see a cyclone so scheduled here. I couldn't get one. I tried to, but they told me to come back in January. You disrespected me. You mocked me in my OR. That can't happen. I... It won't happen. Sorry, pause just for context. She had... uh, In... They were doing surgery, and he mentioned something about, like, oh, I believe in, like, a heart... body spirit connection or something and then she's like oh so you believe in santa claus (laughs) and then everyone like looks at each other and you can tell they're like dying to laugh and so now he's obviously upset with her (laughs) so that's what that's what she's he's meaning by you disrespected me won't happen again you equated my spirituality with the belief in santa claus science is the one thing you know it's the one thing we have in common i'm an intern you're not I'm a slob, and you're not. I say I want to keep our relationship private, and you go and tell the chief of surgery, and you ask me to move in with you, and now you're religious. Spiritual. There's a difference. Well, not to me. (laughs) I don't know what we're doing. Well, right now, we're working. So, so that was that. Differences, again... Yeah, and that's pretty spirituality and and religion. Well, did she she said spirituality and Christianity or is it religion? No, re- I think she said relig- religion and then he said no, it's different and she said not to me. Yeah, that's interesting. That is interesting to to have that view cuz she She's an atheist. She doesn't believe in anything. Science. Yeah, she believes in science. Ooh. Which, <laughs> you know what? That kind of is its own religion. Yeah. In a way. It is. How important... Is there a question that you're going to, like, discuss about that clip? Well, I was just going to say that, like, I think this scene is the first time that we see, like, the internal differences between the two. Because, obviously, yeah. we know before, like, oh, yeah, he's a neat freak and she's super messy, like... those types of things right which are kind of kind of important but kind of not but this is the first time we see that they have like real differences yeah and kind of raises the question of like can you or should you be with someone who does have like a different belief system than you okay that's what i was gonna ask too like how important is like your religious views in a relationship like how does that 
I personally think it like depends on the person. Like some people might care, like be very religious and only want to be with somebody that shares the same views as them. Sometimes people like to like debate it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think it would depend on like what you said, the person and how they were raised too. how they were raised, but also like how strong or how, I don't want to say strong, but you know, like there's some people who like, for instance, like if you're Jewish and you're like hardcore and you go by all the rules and all the everything that's mm-hmm. going to be different than someone who is like, oh yeah, my family's Jewish. I celebrate Hanukkah. But they're they're okay with all the... Yeah, but they don't like go by everything. Versus if you're super devout. That's, I guess, a better word to put put it. Because I, I think that it is... I think that it is a very important subject, though, in a relationship. But I think that it has to be like an equal ground. Because if like... For instance, like if we're together... And you're like hardcore atheist and I'm like hardcore Christian. There's no, no yeah. way that that's even possible no matter how much we love each other. Yeah. But if you're like agnostic and I'm like kind of Christian, maybe. Yeah. It depends on how much, how passionate you are about your religion. Yeah. Cause if you're both laid back people who are, you know, like whatever about, religion or spirituality then you'll probably be fine and i think it also is important though when it comes to thinking like oh do i want to have kids one day and if i'm gonna have kids how do i want to raise my kids because even if maybe we're both not super devout in our religion we you might want to like still raise your kid as if they were christian or you know like getting them baptized getting married in a church yeah all that sort of thing yeah teaching them you know religious things and then maybe your other your the person you're with doesn't want to do that yeah that might be a problem anyways let's go into another clip so we stop talking about religion although spirituality is kind of a whole different thing too i know because he said it was different than religion She, she said no it's not to me i could see how they're like different like like uh, how would you explain them being different like what would you say i might be wrong but i feel like spirituality is more like um not really practicing anything or like going by certain rules or laws not laws but like certain rules in a book or practiced in a public way but just kind of believing that there's like certain connections in the air and like you believe in ghosts and like spirits i mean i i would say i'm kind of spiritual i believe in ghosts i think ghosts are sweet (laughs) sweet as in cool or sweet as in all no like sweet as in cool because the way you said it kind of made me wonder as soon as i said i was like "Uh, i mean like dope they're really cool um and you can just still believe in like fate and just like having a human connection with people and like okay that's what i think it is but i it's probably a loaded question i don't yeah like i don't know i never really looked into it but i bet it means different things to different people too yeah which is why i think it's 
so different because you're not abiding by a certain public definition of a certain religion. Like you kind of have your own way of thinking about it is spirituality. Which I think that's also a very millennial thing. Yeah. Then in season three, Burke gets shot at some, you know, whatever happens, some shooting. Yeah. You know, because every season of Grey's, there has to be some giant disaster where everyone almost dies. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of cool the first few seasons. And then they then, did it every season. But then, it, yeah, it's like, how many, what's another natural That's disaster we have? Oh, we've already had two plane crashes. Let's throw in a tornado. We've already, oh, we could do a, a mass shooting. shooting. What about a fire? <laughs> Earthquake. That's next. I'm over it. But anyway, Burke gets shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's another reason I did not continue watching. It's just so unbelievable. It was actually kind of funny, though, because one episode, Meredith actually talks about how insane it is and says, I can't believe I've lived through all that I've lived through. (laughs) It's like a very, like, meta moment. Like, yeah, me too. So it happens when you're on a TV show. Yeah, there you go. So after he was shot, though, he it was in his shoulder. So has he has some like trouble regaining use of his hand. Which is obviously super important to a surgeon. Right. And so Christina, like, freaks out because she loves that he's a surgeon. And so when she finds out maybe, like, there's this possibility that he won't be able to do surgery again, she, like, doesn't like him anymore. (laughs) Just for, like, a minute because she freaks Uh out. I know. It's very bad. But that's all. And she's also, like I said before, like, not nurturing or emotionally supportive right and so she just feels awkward about that stuff anyway um but that also is the episode where spoiler alert if you haven't watched season any seasons of Grey's anatomy denny dies oh that's when i stopped watching or it was around the time denny died or something like that happened someone died and so she realized like oh you know what i need to you know be there for the people i love so she goes to him and like decides to be like his number one supporter and it was really really sweet oh, okay once he is better he realizes he has a trimmer in his hand and shakes mm-hmm. all the time and that compromises his surgical skills but he's too prideful so he doesn't want to tell anyone about it and so christina like pulls like a whole like eleanor roosevelt situation and secretly does all of his surgeries yeah which is complete yeah that was a weird sound yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes but that's <clears throat> completely against the rules in every way, shape, and form. And that goes on for a long time, too. But eventually she... Like, all the whole season? Because you said this happened in season, season three. I think it was season three, yeah. Yeah, it goes on for, like, half a season, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, 12 episodes Damn. or something. And finally, though, I don't know the circumstances, but she ends up telling the chief everything because she can't handle it anymore. And obviously he's not happy about it and this is going to ruin burke's chances for becoming the next chief blah 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 um and so burke gets really mad at christina because he feels betrayed and then they're in this like silence thing they won't speak to each other because she's like i was right by telling and he said no you weren't and so they just had this standoff and no one you know would you're too stubborn exactly finally christina breaks a silence and is the bigger person and as soon as it happens, he proposes. Oh. <laughs> she takes like a week to think about it, but says yes. 
obviously and then when do they get proposed like or engaged um probably maybe like i think he got shot at the end of season two he got shot at the very end of season two because that's when denny died oh, so okay. so then i he probably proposed like the mid-season finale of season three is my guess okay the next clip i want to play the notes i had next to it were i had to play this because well i don't think i need to explain it <laughs> okay. but it's it's another famous speech okay and it's essentially the best wedding vows you've ever heard in your life oh i think i know yeah i watched this okay yeah so he's like doing a surgery like before his wedding with addison who's literally my favorite character in all of shondaland oh, yeah. I like, her a lot. like my hero so are you ready Those all four optimistic couples the ones full of hope and i do not stand here on my wedding day optimistic or full of hope okay um i am not optimistic i am not hopeful i am sure i am steady and i know i am a hard man take them apart put them back together i hold them in my hands i am a hard man so this i am sure you are my partner my lover my very best friend my heart my heart beats for you and on this day the day of our wedding i promise you this i promise you to lay my heart in the palm of your hands i promise you me not too trite because i can rewrite it no I think I speak for every woman in this room when I say dump her, dump Yang, and marry me. <laughs> wow. Wow. What are the odds that he would actually be in the operation room with all females? It's a good question. <laughs> It was convenient though. They gave him some good feedback. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. They were all females. Yeah, there were like ten of. <laughs> I know, even in the background, but it was a really good speech. Because at first, like they're like, "Oh, uh, is it gonna be like yeah. this?" But oh, and so then he cute. turned it around. He's like, no, just keep listening. I'm sure. Which you know what I will say though, it's more. I think it's more this is more realistic than the other one yeah just because their wedding vows which someone like i you would, would you would think about it a lot and yeah. write it down yeah so i think someone like him would write something like that yeah versus the other one was just like off the cuff yeah it was just like him storming into the room and like saying this scripted thing yeah but oh so cute i know and oh. it was so surprising to me that he made that whole speech with the vows and then like was so sure about her and then 
broke up with her and then yeah ended it i mean i think he did it for her because he doesn't want her to be like like unsure the whole time that she's with him or like she doesn't want him he doesn't want her changing for him yeah 100 percent. yeah i think that's what most of what i wanted to talk about was so we're gonna have to watch the other ones but yeah it is interesting to go from this straight to that yeah but i think that it's the change is that this is him like this is his emotions and his feelings about her oh yeah but then later you realize he taps into like oh wait what is she feeling yeah Oh, so sad. So then at their wedding ceremony, Christina is like freaking out right before she's supposed to walk down the aisle. And then Meredith gives her a little pep talk and she's like, okay, whatever, I'm better. And Burke's been standing out there for a long time, like at the altar, waiting for it to come down. And how he's freaking out because like, where is she? She's not coming. Yeah. What do I do? So he is like, I'm going to go check. So he walks down the aisle. He has this like stone face. And you don't know what's happening. He goes back in and she's literally about to walk down the aisle and and leaves her. And this is his, the actor, Isaiah Washington's exit to the show. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you, this came, you came across this in your... Ah, uh, yeah, I yeah. did. So I, do I even need to address it? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Isaiah Washington was fired from Grey's and they like wrote him off for like political reasons i guess you could say yeah. but i guess he was like kind of a dick in real life which is sad yeah i was really sad because i i i know i loved his character it's hard when you had to like separate the character from the actor like even yeah. though even if you ship them you're like ooh, if he did that in real life like were they right by firing him i don't know yeah, you guys can look up why he left if you want. And send us your thoughts. Yeah. Do you think he should have been fired for that? Do you think that... For the ship person purposes, he should have been kept with Christina? Yeah. How would have that turned out? Yeah, let us know everything. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious too. Let's just go ahead and play that wedding scene then. Okay. The one where, where he leaves her. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I can do this. You know, I had a momentary freak out, but now I'm fine. I can do this. But you don't want to do this. I'm up there waiting for you to come down the aisle. And I know you don't want to come. I know you don't want to come, but that you'll come anyway because you love me. And if I loved you, if I loved you, not the woman that I'm trying to make you be, not the woman that I hope you'll become, but you, if I did, I wouldn't be up there waiting for you. I would be letting you go. I am wearing the dress. I'm ready. And, and maybe I didn't want to before, but I want to now. I really think I want this. I really wish that you didn't think. I wish that you knew. Wow. So does he just walk away after that? Yeah. Damn. I don't even know what to say. Because, like, it makes sense what he 
does, but... Like, okay, before... Because the next clip is very similar to this one, in a way. Okay. But do you think that from that, from what you know so far, do you think he did the right thing by, like, letting her go? Um, Because from his point of view, it was basically... Like, you don't really want this, but you love me, so you'll do it anyway, and I don't want to make you. Yeah. And from her point of view, it's like, I'll love you, I'll do anything for you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's so hard to judge because they did end it like that. It's hard to say what if, like, what would have happened if they did get married? Would they have still been struggling? Would they have still made it? Like, I don't know. Playing the what if game gets difficult. Like, if you were in his shoes, do you think you would have done that? Um, if you love someone enough, I think you would. Also, don't you think if you love someone enough, you're selfish and you're going to want to keep them for yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on who you are as a person and like the situation. Cause like, does she not want kids? Like, no, if he wants kids, like that's something that would end up not working anyways. And like, I don't know. It's like, she has to be sure. But I think she, I think he should have given her time to respond to that, too. Yeah, then just saying, okay, peace out. But I think it, the reason he did just leave so abruptly, though, is because that was, like, so hard for him. Yeah. And he couldn't deal with listening to anything she said, because obviously what she would say is, no, like, I'm fine. Like, I do want this. Let's get married. And then he would have to, like, give into it. Yeah. Because it's kind of unfair he's, like, making assumptions for her on how she feels. That's what I think is a little unfair, but... That's true. Like, it's not like he was being a dick. Yeah, because he's doing it from a place of love. Which, I guess, doesn't necessarily mean anything. Because you can do things from a place of love and it'd be horrible. Yeah. But... I don't know. I don't know. It's a hard question. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll continue to think about that. Now that we've gone over, that's the timeline of the relationship, how everything happened. That's what it was. I do need to ask, how much do they reference him, like, later, in between season three and ten? Like, does she have trouble getting over him? They reference him a couple times right in season four, because they bring in this new girl who like went to school with him and right. that kind of like rubs Christine the wrong way. And I don't remember the reasoning, but they talk about him a little bit then. And she does have a hard time getting over him, but then they don't talk about him for a long time. But then in season six, which I'm actually going to play a clip from it. Okay. She talks I almost she, watched that, but I didn't. Well, good thing. Cause you're <laughs> watching know. it now, but that was like the only other time that I can remember. So okay. not very much just right at the beginning and then randomly. Because I think people kept... I think that might have been a little bit of fan service, too, actually. Now that I think about it. Because I think that people who shipped Christina and Burke were very passionate. 
Oh yeah, I can believe it. And that. so I think it kept coming up like we need to know more like this is weird cuz at the time I don't think people understood that Isaiah Washington was fired. Yeah. And so I think it was, this was hard. This was like 2008 maybe. No, before that. This was maybe like 2004 before like social media was too big of a thing. Yeah, and plus I think a lot of viewers too are casual viewers they're just going to watch it on tv and be like oh he left the show that's too bad even though it's kind of weird they're not going to go online and be like why did he leave the show i need to know everything what are all these interviews oh okay let me go to the wikipedia page what does reddit say you know like like us we do that exactly now, that's what we do not these regular people <laughs> not the general public we're not the general public <laughs> we're the crazy weirdos <laughs> We're making a podcast about yeah. ships. We're making a podcast where we talk about them as if they were real people. So, and you're listening. True, you're just like us. Um. Wow. Okay. Okay. This is the scene I'm going to play from season six when she's talking to Owen. Oh. Okay. Lying for him and uh, jeopardizing my career and uh, agreeing to be married and wearing a ring and being a bride. Until I was standing there in a wedding dress with no eyebrows, and I wasn't Christina Yang anymore. And even then, I would have married him. I would have. I lost myself for a long time, and now that I'm finally me again, I can't. I love you. I love you more than I love Burke. I love you. And that scares the crap out of me because when you asked me to ignore Teddy's page, you took a piece of me. And I let you. And that will never happen again wow wow <laughs> that's every scene we always we just no say, i know Whoa. um so that i guess is her point of view of everything three seasons later yeah so i guess it's like good that he left because he took pieces of her and that wasn't something like she shouldn't have changed through the whole their whole relationship you know she shouldn't have to change for him i believe someone can make you a better person but if you start to like not feel like yourself anymore and you don't like who you are anymore i don't know well i feel like it's weird because it seems like it's normal to give pieces of yourself to the person you're with. Yeah, I agree with that. You like, it's like, it's normal for her to make sacrifices for her boyfriend. He was never forcing her to be anything else. That's true. I guess the way it makes it seem in the show is that He's making her be someone that she's not. So 
so or she, she or he's asking her to be someone that she's not and because she loves him so much she willingly is doing that true but in this case being someone she's not means wearing a wedding ring or engagement ring because she didn't want to do that but because burke wanted her to do it and it was important to him she was like okay i'll do it whatever yeah but doesn't she end up marrying this dude anyways i think they do end up getting married but she's like i don't want to be a bride but like she does it anyways roll my eyes <laughs> i know but that then dude kind of looks like steve the pirate from dodgeball i don't i didn't watch that <laughs> maybe it was him no I don't, it was a slightly different oh. but do you have like any questions about that clip or well because we're already kind of questioning life right now so <laughs> okay like at what point are you letting the other person take pieces of yourself like at what point is that like a bad thing because i feel like it's healthy to do that yeah you want to do things that make your partner happy like say moving to los angeles even if they don't like los angeles here we go this is better sort of my situation but like you do it because you want to see them happy and like you go through I don't know, like, you can learn to find the happy in it. Like, you can learn to be positive about the situation. But I guess the point is, like... What point do you stop being selfless or and start being selfish? Yeah. Or, like, or what, what situations? Or at what point are you too, too selfless? Yeah. Because I guess that's what Christina's feeling, is that she was too selfless that she forgot who she was. And then his biggest act of selflessness was letting her go at the wedding. Yeah. Because I guess he had been too selfish the whole time. And she had been too selfless. Yes. Whoa. Damn. <laughs> look guess what we looks just somebody's did. Somebody's getting a good rating on the selflessness scale. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So then that was his exit of the show. They were broken up, blah, blah, blah. Everything was on their life. Then in season 10, which is from the very beginning of season 10, it was made known this was going to be Sandro's last season. So they wrote the entire season kind of as her send off. Okay, that's building nice. It up. Yeah, so they had all the time in the world to, to give her the ending she deserved. Burke ends up inviting Christina to Switzerland where he does his fancy heart work or whatever because he's so... Haha, <laughs> it's like artwork, but it's heart work. <laughs> case continue uh, puns so she comes to this conference where he's like displaying everything he's been working on and they they talk a little bit and things like that you know about the work and then he offers her a job and we talked about the scene at the beginning as you would remember he ends up offering her his entire hospital and she accepts it's like damn yep and so now she lives in Switzerland doing amazing things yep if you live in Switzerland, go see if you can find her. Bye. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. It is a TV show, so never mind. And plus, in that scene, 
That was the worst CGI I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god, for Switzerland. I noticed that too. In the background. <laughs> yes, in the windows. I was like, maybe it's just really bad calling on YouTube. <laughs> no. That's what it was like in the show. Which uh, I, I think they could have afforded to get like some real. Okay, maybe if it's because we work in production, but if you guys notice that too, if not, go notice it now because it's really bad and obviously not in Switzerland. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what if they ended up making a statement and said hey we actually went on location for that <laughs> and it was the real Switzerland? there's literally no way that was horrible yeah they probably don't have the budget for that well i guess i don't know i feel like they would do anything shonda rhimes wanted because she True. brings in the numbers yeah but <laughs> that made me think of this time Back in, I don't know what year it was, 2003 or something, when Keira Knightley was nominated for an Oscar for Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. I was watching the Oscar ceremony, and one of my brothers was there for some reason watching it, too. And when they're doing, like, for best supporting actress or best lead actress, whatever it was, it was like, Keira Knightley, Pride and Prejudice. And then it had her scene, and it was, like, in the rain by, like, the columns, and she's, like, yeah. speaking. And I don't remember what she says, but at the end of the clip, my brother said... That is the worst British accent I've ever heard. <laughs> and you're like, I was like, she's, she's like from England, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I know. And the quick other thing that I wanted to go over too was that, like we mentioned before, like their relationship was very like intellectually based. True. And like at the end in that last scene, that we're not playing, but we talked about a couple times and the, when they met in season 10 and they had this talk and she said, you know, like, I can't work for you. You know, I never wanted to work for you. I wanted to be you. Yeah. And he's like, no, whatever. And he's like, I don't want to work with you either. Like it would ruin my marriage, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, our love was just like consuming. Yeah. And so like in the end it kind of i think that that kind of had defined their whole relationship as kind of a like a passionate unhealthy thing yeah and then because that was so because their love was so consuming that they loved each other so much that it kind of messed up everything yeah and like made them too dependent on each other i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah which is i don't think she wanted to be like that yeah what do you think about about that about like i guess the beginning of the relationship it was all like they loved each other because they loved the passion and the other person mm -hmm. like their drive for work okay i see what you mean and like because of that they became so consumed in each other and then everything else came out of that. Right. When you have a relationship that starts out like super hot and heavy like this and you're just super obsessed. Yeah. Like, is that a bad sign for your relationship or is it better to ease into a relationship? I don't know. This is such a hard question. I don't know what my opinion is. I was just wanting to know what yours was first. I think... <laughs> 
I think it really depends on the situation and the people. Because sometimes relationships happen so fast, like, you just know you want to be with the other person. And, like, Mm -hmm. sometimes, like, maybe after, like, eight months of dating, they end up getting married and, like, they are very happy. Their marriage lasts forever. Yeah. Or sometimes there's people who date for, like, four years, get married, doesn't work out. So, like... Yeah. It depends on the kind of love. Like, for instance, The Bachelor. True. You know, like, they take them away for, like, two months, and they fall in love, and they're, like, super obsessed and, like, passionate, whatever, and then they get engaged, and then ev- literally, like, 99% of them have broken up. Yeah. There's, like, two couples, I think, that are still happy with kids. Yeah, I think so, kids. too. Um, the first one, and then... Sean, Sean and Catherine, which I follow on Instagram, and they're really? so cute. Yeah, I did. I stopped watching at that point. That was like the one season I watched full, oh. full way through, and I was like, "Mom, he's gonna pick her," and like all my friends did not think he was gonna pick her. I knew it from like halfway through the show, and then he picked her, and I was like, I "Told you all!" <laughs> and they're still doing amazing on Instagram, and they have wow. a kid, and they have a second kid on the way. Good for them. Yep. But see, I think that that might be more because of their values of True. wanting to make it work versus a lot of these other couples like don't care. Sometimes about they things like, that. like being in the front of the camera more, you know. And this is more like what we were talking about also before. It might have been our lost episode though. The episode that got lost and hadn't been released. Oh, <laughs> but we talked about choosing to love someone true versus being in love with someone and i think that like with christina and burke they fell in love and were just like super in love and obsessed and you know had so much passion and the choices they were making were not rational and out of like choosing to love the person you know yeah which i mean i think you probably need to have both of them Right. But because you're not going to always be, I guess, quote unquote, in love at all times. Yeah. It's choosing to be with them for the rest of your life and choosing to make things work when they get rough and choosing to accept them as they are, even with their flaws, not making them change. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. Love is a choice and a feeling. Is there anything more we should discuss before we rank them? Ultimately, do we think that it was a good idea for them to have broken up? I'm going to say yes. As much as I don't want to, I'm probably going to say, I'm going to say yeah, too. Because, yeah. Because he ended up married with kids. And she, well, she struggled probably a little bit, but. Yeah, she had a, a rough time. With with Owen, I don't even remember what happened because I wasn't really on board with their relationship ever. But she ends she ends up very happy and independent, doing what she loves. Good. So sometimes that's I all think, you need. Sometimes you don't need another person. Yeah, it's true. And I think for Christina, that I think that's the truth. Yeah, you know, because she's like destined to like cure cancer or something. True. You know. Yeah. Um. 
Shall we give them some rankings? Should we rank it? Yeah. Also, did you have, oh yeah, did you have anything else to add? Not really about this couple, because I feel like I talked about everything I needed to say. But uh, we made a ranking for Sam and Austin, but it's in Cinderella's story, but it's kind of been discussed to make movies a separate ranking from TV shows because they're just kind of too difficult to judge in a short time frame versus the shows where they give a lot of context. So those will be separate movies versus TV shows. But regardless, it's going to be Christina and Burke trying to beat out Jim and Pam. Yes. At 74. Yeah. I'm interested to see how this one goes, though. We have sexual tension. Megan, what do you give it? I'm going to give it an eight. All right. I'm going to give it a nine. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Because it started off sexual. Like 100% sexual. Yep. And they were both, like, they had great chemistry, I think. Yeah. Like, I was like, woo. Damn. Uh, sense of humor. Sense of humor. They, they didn't have very many comedic moments, but they were cute sometimes. Hmm. Um... I'm going to give it six and a half. I'm going to give it six. Okay. Honesty. I'm going to give this one. I'm actually, I'm going to give this an eight. Because I know they did have dishonest moments, but I think overall they always were up front with each other with what they wanted. Okay. Whether or not they did it or not, that's different but they always kind of told each other like what the deal was okay i gave it a seven because i just don't think i saw enough of like situations where they would need to be honest versus lying but i still trusted that they were telling the truth for the most part yeah Um, like there weren't i don't think many big lies between them yeah at all like, I think they're pretty pretty honest with, with each other. Yeah. For the most part. Um, or if they were lying at one... Like, I guess the biggest lie was the pregnancy. But... True. That I think that's what made me give him a seven. Yeah. But even that didn't last very long. Yeah. Like, he found out, like, the next day. Next is Common Goals. <laughs> Megan. Okay. <laughs> I was... Gonna, do you this want me is, to tell is, what this it is? This is what's gonna kill it. I was gonna give it a four, but I gave it a five because they both want to be the same kind of doctor. Ooh, <laughs> that is, yeah, that's very important. Because that's what they bonded over originally, but other than that, in a relationship, not very high. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they're like, the exact same when it comes to career. Yeah. Man, I'm gonna give it a six just because of that. Okay. I was gonna, I was gonna give it a four as well, but I completely wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. But in the relationship sense, it was like nothing. Yeah, because yeah, 
Actually, give it a five. I can't do that. I'm, I'm being too generous here. I know. People are going to be like, you never give anyone a four. So, yeah. We'll be. So, this way we set it even because we'll say it's like a zero in the personal common goals and a 10 in the career goals. Yes. So, an even five. Agreed. All right, last one selflessness. Selflessness. I'm going to go eight. I'm going to say nine. Okay. Because there's so much evidence here. Like, there's so much selflessness going on that she can't be with him because she's too selfless. And he literally breaks up with her because he's selfless. True. Unless we're interpreting this all wrong. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I was thinking about nine, but I don't. I feel weird making it a nine now. Yeah, I'll give it a nine. There's nothing. To well, you you can choose what you want. Yeah, I feel like I didn't know them as much. It's harder for me to judge, but we did talk about like how selfless they were the whole time. So I'll give I'll yeah give it a nine. So is there any outliers? Outliers. Ooh. Um. I want to say that whole thing when they when she did his surgeries for him might have been a That's bad thing. That's what I was thinking about. But that was them doing it together. But still that... And him getting mad at her for doing the right thing and like saying... That's true. She give him like minus 0.5 or like... I feel is like it, that's fair. Because I think that was very unhealthy on both their parts yeah because they were both they both knew it was illegal but like they both wanted to like that that also would probably go for the selfless thing too though (laughs) they wanted yeah but that's bad that's like the bad part of selflessness is like you shouldn't break the law for the person you're with yeah no like even though they say like you know, if my friend can like murdered someone, like I'll help you bury the body. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, we Don't really help them need bury money the body. for our baby. Let's go rob a bank together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's relative. Don't. Okay. Yeah. You want to know the total? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm nervous, but I'm kind of excited. Yeah, just do it. Tell me. Drum roll. <gasps> broom, broom, broom. I got a seventy-two. What? Yeah. I thought that they were going to beat Jim and Pam. I know. I think it's the fives <gasps> that kicked them. Wow. What are we going fives on? The common goals. And and they were sort of low on humor. Yeah. Which is where Jim and Pam are the highest. So Christina and Burke just walked the plank. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> Don't worry. We only have three done. So... Well, I know, but I was we hoping it would last longer. Yeah. No offense to Jim and Pam, but I'm more connected <laughs> to Christine and Burke. I know. It's okay. I really... Yeah, no, I I was actually surprised by the... Because I knew it was going to be close. Mm-hmm. Um, From a logical standpoint, though, I think that that was the right thing to have happened. Yeah. Because I think Jim and Pam are overall a healthier couple, obviously. Yeah. Because if they had kept going got married their rankings might have gotten lower true oh also i wanted to say too like if y'all have 
experiences or thoughts about relationships similar to Christina and Burke's, let us know. Yeah, if you're having sex in the doctor's office. Actually, I really do want to know about that. <laughs> Please, if you're a doctor and you guys have sex in the call room. Yeah, do I you need guys to get know. in relationships as much as Grace does? That's the question. Or if you have any awkward dates like they went on but then it went into surgery <laughs> true yeah like if you had like a really bad first date but you ended up together that's interesting yeah i want to know the story about that yeah Ooh. so hit us up on twitter or you can email us uh the email is shipmatespodcast at gmail.com Twitter is at shipmates show. All one word. Yeah. But we love feedback. Yeah. Let Questions, us know. comments, concerns, Fun ideas. stories, advice, columns. We're here for you. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this week. I hope you enjoyed it. I feel like I've learned a lot about life. <laughs> I know. That was a really intellectual one. So unfortunately christina and burke uh walked to the plank do they have a couple's name i don't think they do actually name i don't remember hearing one burkina (laughs) i was just thinking that well burkina had to walk the plank Mm, sad yeah but thanks for joining us tune in next time you won't want to miss it so join our ship or walk the plank Bye.